Hey there, Donna Ashton here. And listen, I get you. You're already busy with a full calendar and trying to squeeze in some inspiration and learning here. So I won't waste your time or bring fluffy crap you can't use. I'm here to help you design a simplified business you can scale and help you work less and make more. This show is for high achieving coaches and experts who want strategies to unlock the next level in their business and create days that allow creative time and space for family, all while increasing revenue. Let's get to it. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Work Less, Make More podcast. We're going to start with taming the chaos in your business. So last week or last episode, I talked about, you know, the next phase of my business, and we're going to do the same for you. We're going to start with taming the chaos. (laughs) And what this really means is like looking and seeing where you currently are. We want to take what's out of control in your business and rein it in and not necessarily discard it or start over. We need to look again with my superpower of making things better and simpler. Let's see how we can tweak it or shift it. Or maybe it is something that has to be, um, you know, say, this is no longer serving me. I don't need to do this anymore. So let's talk about this. And we're going to just talk about some things because I can't see through, you know, your device and talk to you personally, though I would love to, you can come on the Facebook group and simplify and scale and have conversation with me over there. Cause I will be showing up doing some of this and talking about this. So if you do want some help, come on over there. But in the meantime, for this podcast, let's take a look at where you currently are and what is the biggest like thorn in your side. So when you think about your business, I want you to literally take, you know, while you're doing this, while you're listening to this, if you can, I mean, if you're driving, you know, I don't want you like writing things down, but like in your head, or if you're walking or something, pull out your notes on your phone or whatever. And what is the biggest challenge? I don't want to say what's the biggest challenge in your business. I want you to look at your business and say, what is, where is like the block of you know, that it's just putting me over the edge. I have too much, too much to do to market my business. I'm spending all my time. I guess it is like a time thing. Where is all your time going? What is the biggest thing? Do you have too many clients? Your calendar is full. Do you have too many projects on your plate that you've, you've taken on all these clients? They're paying you And now you have to do all the work, the projects, the social media, the whatever it is that you're doing for clients, the the delivery of coaching and teaching, um, helping them, whatever it is. Do you, is, is that like weighing you down? Is there too much of that? Or maybe it is juggling your life with business. I know a lot of times if you have young kids Um, And even just any age kids, you know, during this kind of tumultuous time where schools can just close down at a moment's notice and your kids are suddenly home for a week or two weeks um, under quarantine or, you know, they're sick and you have to keep them home and you have to try to work around kids. You know, usually it is the younger kids that you have to have that because they require more energy and more time. Maybe you don't get enough time with your kids and you're like, I'm working all the time 
and I'm just trying to see my kids for, you know, 20 minutes before we eat dinner and they go to bed, especially if they're young ones, right? They go to bed early. So um, is it that you just have, like, you don't know what you're doing all, with all your time. You're very like unorganized and just feel like you're constantly working, but you're not getting anywhere. Like nothing ever gets better. It's just like, there's more and more and more. So take a look if you know specifically what it is, like kind of make a note in your head again, like I said, or if there's a couple things, if you're like, well, I have to do this live. I committed to go live on Facebook every day and I just have no idea what to do. And then I have to post all my Instagrams and I have to do these reels and it's taking me four hours a day and I have to do them three days a week. So I'm spending most of my time doing that. Like look and see it's sort of an assessment. Like, let's first take a look of where you are. So in order to tame the chaos, we have to kind of look and see what's causing it. Did you just take on more than you can chew? Are you self-imposing it on yourself? Like, well, I have to go to five networking meetings and have, you know, 12 coffee chats during the week to get some clients. Like, what is it? And I'm not saying you shouldn't do any of these things, but let's just take a look and see first what is causing it or what are the few couple things that could be causing it? Because obviously you can't get rid of your kids or grow them quicker. <laughs> so, or, you know, stop your client uh, work that you have to do, but we can start looking at ways to shift some little things and to create some business boundaries and to do some things in a little bit more leveraged way so that you aren't running around, you know, like a chicken with its head cut off, just trying to keep your head above water and, um, you know, not let the whole thing implode or come crashing down on you. So that's the first thing I want you to say. And that's the first sort of assignment I want you to do. And then what I'd like you to do is like, once you kind of have that, I've, I've kind of got that, like, let's take a look at some ways. And again, this is, it's hard because it could be depending on what the answer is here. Well, let's, I, I bet that you could probably on it, like on your notes or piece of paper say, okay, what are three ways that I could make this problem better? And I'll, I'll give you some examples. Cause I'm thinking that this is probably some of the, of the things. Well, if you have too many clients and too much, too many projects, Let's think outside the box here. There are several, there are many options, right? One, you could just say, I can't take any more clients and, um, or I can't, you know, you could, if you can't finish what you've got, you could just say, listen, I can't do this. I mean, I know that's not the option that most people want to go because they've paid you or they are paying you and you have committed to it, but it is an option. Another option might be to hire some help, hire someone to help you. Um, grab someone else to help with some of the maybe lower level work. If there's, you know, some things that you're really good at and other things that are kind of like, well, I could just hire someone, you know, for half the money that they're paying me to kind of take over some of that, like posting social media or copy and pasting in emails or whatever. If you're doing some BA work, um, there could be, well, third choice I'm going to say is like, it's time to, to start looking at creating 
a more leveraged way to do your work. Obviously, that's my choice because that's what I do. You don't have to do that, but I'm just saying, and, and sometimes there's going to be, um, you need to do several of these things right? Like, well, right now I can just stop taking new clients and just let's try to get caught up on the work. Um, I could hire someone just to finish these projects, but ultimately I want to move into a more leveraged model, meaning I'm going to have a group. I'm going to have a group program instead of taking just, you know, because every new client, if you are a coach, every new client means another, you know, client session every week or every other week. It's like more time that you have to, to put them, like that's another hour off my calendar that I don't really have. But I know that you want to grow your business and I know you want to increase the income. So I'm not saying you should do any of these. Well, I, I do like option three, <laughs> the, the leveraging and creating a leveraged group program. But there are some other little simple things you could start right away. Like maybe there's a client that is really the one that is taking up all the time or is giving you all the hassles or one you really don't enjoy working with. I mean, you could say, you know, you could end the, end the relationship and, and just say, I, I can no longer handle this person. And that could free up, you know, again, these are sort of the temporary fixes that is going to give you some space because I feel like if I say, let's just create a leveraged program, you know, most of you, if you're in this situation where you are like already like at the end of your ropes with time and energy, it's like, well, how am I going to do that? So there are a few things. It's almost like preparing to shift your business over. And so these are some things you can do in the meantime, right? In the interim. These are some things you could do. Boundaries is another thing we can talk about with this. And that could be, hey, do you have to have hour long sessions? Like what if you just said, starting in 2022, we do 45 minute sessions. Same price, you're not charging any loss, but it's a 45 minute session. And that may not sound like a lot, but it's 15 minutes. And you know, if you have 10 clients, well, my math skills are really bad, but I'm, I'm thinking that's giving you a couple extra hours a week of time. It could be the extra couple hours you need to start working on something that's going to give you a more permanent fix or give you more sustainable business. But some of these little things like that could be put into place. So if it's about kids or, you know, I don't, I just, you know, juggling kids, this is hard, you know, and I don't have an answer other than, uh, I mean, I have some answers and some ideas, but you've got to do what feels right for you. Because I know as a mom, I wanted to spend time with my kids. I had young kids and homeschooled and had a business. So I feel you with this. And I did have some really strong boundaries around what I did. But again, I didn't have a lot of clients. I didn't have any clients. I didn't have, other than like, I have to do this webinar today at two o'clock, which, you know, I did a, quite a few of those. So there were times where I was like a fixed thing I have to go do, but it wasn't like all day or it wasn't like every day. So, but still I had work I had to do and emails I had to do and people I had to talk to. So, um, you know, at first I just tried my best. And then when I felt like things were getting a little bit out of hand, in fact, I'll tell you guys a story. And I don't think I've ever told this story. Um, 
anywhere because it's so, I feel like the worst mom and I feel like the most horrible person. <laughs> so it's not something that I wanted to fess up to, but um, my kids were pretty young. I want to say they were about seven. And um, I had a call and I remember because my office was in, which is now my other daughter's room and they were playing outside in the hall outside of my room. And the call, I was talking with someone um, it wasn't even like a coaching call, but we were talking about, she was helping me and I needed her to do some stuff or, um, we were talking about what she was going to be speaking about. I had, was having her on my show. And anyway, the call went over, like it was supposed to be the short call. And I, I believe I told my kids, hey, I'm just going to be in here for a few more minutes. And then they were like knocking on the door and, you know, and I was like, okay, I'll be done in just a few minutes. And I had to keep talking to her. And then I heard this horrible scream, you know, and of course I hung up and I went out there in the hall right outside my door. And, um, they had like these little, um, they're like flat marbles. You know what I mean? Like the kind that you see, they're not the round ones, but they're, they're like flat. And we use them in our math to, for counting. And they were evidently throwing marbles around out, out there in the hallway. And my one daughter threw one at my other daughter and it hit her tooth, her front permanent tooth and knocked, it didn't knock the whole tooth out, but it chipped and knocked the bottom part, like a corner, let's just say a corner of the tooth, not more than a corner, like 25% of it off. And it was, she was the one who had the permanent teeth. So it wasn't like it was falling out. This was a permanent tooth. And I just freaked out. And after all that was said and done, of course, we had to go get her, you know, a little bond thing, put it on. But since like, that was such a horrible, I felt like the worst mom, like if I had just come out here, if I hadn't just talked another five minutes on the phone or the whatever on Zoom or whatever, if I had been paying attention to my kids, like I should have, this was never happened. I'm sorry. And I was like, she has to live with that for the rest of her life because I was a terrible mom. And I know it was an accident. <laughs> sorry, you guys. And she's okay, but I feel like it was my fault. Like I wasn't there watching. And now for the rest of her life, she has to deal with that. And she has to go, like she's had it. Now she has to have it rebonded because it's like yellow and it's chipping. And so I feel like if I had had the boundaries I should have had at that time, and if I had been watching and got off the phone when I should have, that would have never happened. Now that's maybe not true. It could have still happened, but I blame myself. So if you've ever been in a situation, hopefully not like that. <laughs> Um, but something like that, where you just regret it. Like after that, I, that was it. Like I hired a babysitter. I, um, put some things into place that like when my call was over, my call was over. And actually I'm just realizing this as to why I'm such a stickler for business boundaries. And I feel like it's probably because of this situation. And I never made the connection until like literally right now, while I'm saying this as to why I'd like stick with the boundaries and I'm pretty inflexible when it comes to that. And this could be why. So sorry, I know I got way off on what I was talking about, but 
um, having some boundaries and getting some help, like hire a babysitter. I hired a college student who was like taking the semester off. And so she was, she could drive and she was like 21 or something. She lived in our neighborhood. She would come over like two days, two afternoons a week and just watch my kids for like two or three hours. And I paid her out of my business money. And so I knew someone was watching all the time and they weren't going to get bored and get into trouble. So, I mean, it's a solution there for childcare. Um, get some more help. Talk with your spouse or partner about getting some more help. And then hopefully looking at some of these things that we can do to kind of rein your business in. Because the last thing I want to tell you to do is like spend less time with your kids and go work. Like that is not what I'm saying. And I don't want that because that's never what I wanted. It was always the opposite. How can we rein and tame this business in so that we can spend more time with our kids? And it doesn't matter whether they're seven or 13 or now my kids are 19. Like I still am want to be there for them because different things at different times, you know, going through those preteen years and, you know, those teen years are hard and it's, it's just hard in a different way. It takes more energy out of you emotionally, I think, rather than physically. And then, you know, getting them ready to go off to college, they were always my priority and always the number one thing and always why I had my business ends at 2.30, even, you know, I would have to go pick them up from high school. And then when they started driving, my business stops at 2.45 or three o'clock because they're going to be home a little after three. And I, even if they just come in the door and I talk to them for 20 minutes, I didn't want to be on a call and say, and just wave to them as they walk by. And then they go and they leave again, go out with their friends or start doing something else. I wanted to be there for them anyway. So if that's the, you know, one of the issues, like there could be a temporary fix, like get some help, but let's shift things so that you don't have to, to choose between your family and your business. Because to me, obviously my family comes first, but my business is a very important part of my life and a very important part of the purpose and the mission of why I'm here. Cause I'm here to help people, right? <laughs> I'm here to make things better and simpler. And if I don't have a lot of people to help, I mean, I can only help my family so much and sometimes they just don't want my help. <laughs> I need other people uh, to help. And I know you do too. So um, let's not have you choose. Let's have the business be there to support your family and support your life. And if, it's about hustling and like, I have too many like little things that I'm doing. I think that's a big trap that we can get into too many shiny things. I have to do this website and I have to start this podcast and I have to do reels and I have to do networking meetings. And I have, it's like, I have to do all the things to try to get clients or to try to get myself out there and all of that. And that can be a, a hamster wheel trap right there because you know, there's always more things to do. There's always new things to do. There's new platforms. There's new this, there's new that. And it's easy for us to just spend our time thinking that we have to do all of these things. And I think many times, none of those things are actually bringing in clients. Now, if they are great, <laughs> I don't want you to stop doing it, but it may be time to look at what's actually working. Where are your clients coming from? You know, how, you know, look at that 80-20 rule. Where is 80% of your money coming or 80% of your clients coming from? If 80% of your clients are coming from this one networking event that you do once a month, then why are you, you know, doing, spending all of the rest of the time, all of your time trying to get things running on Facebook and da 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 
So we got to take a look and be smart about what we're doing and do things in a better way. And of course, I am a real fan of automating your marketing, making it simpler, making it more authentic to you. Marketing from the heart is another big piece of what I'm bringing this year. And I feel like it's time for the icky bro marketing to go away and for us to just market from our hearts and be authentic and true to ourselves. And I feel like if you are coming and shining through your real self, people are going to find you and you don't have to do eight different things to try to, you know, get people's attention. So I'm just going to stop there with like, cause I don't know if you have other issues or whatever, but here are three of the big things I think that are probably out there when it comes to taming your business, you've got to take a look at where you are and come up with some things maybe temporarily to do in the interim. Like, how can I, like, I, I don't like to say, let's put a bandaid on it because I don't want that for you, but sometimes you'll need to do a little bit of that until you can free up the space to think and move and time to move into like creating a leverage program. Again, that doesn't take a long time to do. It can be up and running in about a month, four to six weeks. You should be up and running in with a group program. So we just need something to get you through um, the next few weeks <laughs> or, you know, like, like just give me, like, I just need an hour to think straight. Um, or I need this hour with my child every day. I've got to spend some more time with my family. So I hope this helped to kind of tame the chaos. These are some of the things we're going to be diving deep into in, um, 2022. And as I'm helping you simplify your business and then scale your business. So I know today was all about simplifying really, <laughs> because I feel like you have to do that piece first. Like everyone wants to scale and grow this big business, but guess what? If your business is a freaking mess right now and you grow it, all you're doing is doubling the mess and doubling the problems. So let's not do that. Like there could, there's a little step or a little pause in between to where we get control and really tame this business a little bit and start moving it in a better direction for easier scale and easier growth without you killing yourself and burning yourself out. Um, you know, with doing all of the things. So I hope this helped again. I'm just inviting you to come to the Simplify and Scale Facebook group. We are over there. I'm popping in doing tips and strategies. And if you want to have a conversation um, and tell me your biggest issues, let's coach over there. I'm there for you to, to learn and to, to share my gifts. And um, yeah, until next time, I'll see you then. Is your dream of working less a bit closer now after that episode? I hope you got some juicy nuggets to inspire and show you that this is easier than you think. If you're ready to shift into an empowered lifestyle with a course or program, I invite you to apply for courses for coaches and receive my behind the scenes training. Check the show notes for all the links at DonnaAshton.com forward slash podcast and subscribe to get new episodes each Thursday. We love reviews, so show some love for your favorite and help spread the work less, make more way of life.